May all beings be happy. May all beings be healthy. May all beings be free from harm. May all beings love life. May all beings awaken. Welcome to another Guk Audio podcast. I'm DC Puba of Guk Audio and Guk Archives. Preserving the legacy of Shinju Suzuki and those whose paths cross his. And anything else that comes to mind, I pray that you and yours are safe and comfortable, free from economic hardship, and able to get out and do whatever it is you want within the limitations of the universal precept of do as little harm as possible. So today uh, I'm going to read the third clip from the last lecture that Junior Suzuki gave. Uh, I notice on the second clip, uh, after I had read it and then played uh, the audio of him saying it, I I, I put the audio in uh, before I say, and now you're going to hear him say it. So my apologies for that. I'm going to fix that now. Uh, today so that it will not be that way in the future, at least some places. Some places it it won't change it. Yeah, well, isn't that too bad? Mm. So this third one is going to be finished. Then we will have the whole lecture. My plan is to put the whole lecture then onto uh, uh, shunyusuzuki.com. There is now a place for the edited lectures, because this will be the seventh one that's been edited, the seventh audio that's been edited. So little by little, uh, I hope we will see that list growing. Um, Oh, another mistake. Uh, Peter Ford noticed that the second clip from the prior lecture was not uploaded. I did the first clip and the third clip. so that was uh, uh, which one was that? I can tell you, it was sixty five oh seven two six D. I I think yeah. Uh, sorry about that. So I'm going to put up the second clip. So it'll come after the third clip. I uh, um, and uh, it'll come after this one too. And so I'm going to upload the whole. Lecture next. They're going to be two days in a row, I think, Thursday and Friday. Um, and then tomorrow I'll, I'll do some more chapters from uh, Thank You and Okay. So, uh, yes, mistakes, mistakes. Uh, you know, where's my administrative uh, assistant uh, here? I, I really need somebody uh, here with me. There's just so much they could do. They could. They could help, you know, I could do the recording of these things and then somebody else could go through them. If I could get somebody to do that, that would free me up to uh, edit twice as many Suzuki lectures uh, on the audio. I don't mean somebody to help with the Suzuki lecture audio editing. I mean like editing this audio, the ones that I record this and uh, reading the audio book, uh, thank you and okay, uh, or the, bo- the podcast, that sort of thing. But um, anyway, um, I will dream and maybe it'll happen. I don't want anybody who's already helped with any other stuff because they're already busy enough.
Oh, yes, there's so much. Stuff that I'd, I'd like to get, you know, online to add to the junk in the world. Sort of like taking junk to the, <laughs> to the landfill. <laughs> I want to take all my junk to the landfill. I sort of enjoy it. Um, there's so much there, you know, on the Internet and published and everything. And more and more people are, are – it's catching on. I mean, it's just it's, – it's unbelievable. Um, uh, so um, I'm happy to be part of that. So uh, at the end of this uh, lecture, uh, Suzuki uh, mentions that he visited Soin Nakagawa uh, he he was uh, in a car driving out of Tassajara for the last time with Vaughn and Louise Welsh and Dan Welsh. Maybe Angie Brunion was there. Uh, it sounds like there was more than one car. Uh, and they went to they went to a place uh, outside of Monterey on the way to San Jose. Uh, I can't remember right now the name of it, but it was I, I think it was like a, a Catholic mission or something that they rented part of it or someplace there they were doing a session. Uh, there was a session going on and Suzuki stopped and, and they said, Look, well it was right at the very end of the session. So you'll hear Suzuki saying at the end of the session we bow many times. But he doesn't explain the setting. That's what it was. He hadn't just done a whole session. They came in at the very end and maybe sat at the last period uh, just by chance. And then uh, so Nakagawa was like a showman. You know, and you can just see him bowing. We bow to Sunshine Buddha. We bow to Moonlight Buddha. We bow to just keep going on bowing, bowing, and making up different Buddhas. And then he... He made matcha, you know, the ceremonial green tea for them. And, uh, you know, Suzuki's impressed that he's going to the Holy Land and he goes around. And, uh, you know, he said his – he both says, well, he doesn't really know what he's doing. But it's sort of – he's sort of saying what he's doing is beyond him. And he says uh, he has the type of happiness that's about – beyond us usual people. But – he also means it's beyond Soin Nakagawa. Um, it, it's hard to understand exactly what he's saying. He's just sort of riffing, remembering going there. Uh, okay, so here we go with the uh, third uh, segment of uh, Shunyu Suzuki's last lecture, delivered on August 21st, 1971. Incidentally, I'm really impressed with it. Uh, you know, I've read it before and worked with it and stuff, but um, he's really laying out here a basic attitude toward practice. Um, I was thinking, you know, of sending Richard Baker the edited uh, audio and asking him to uh, read it and speak on it. I'm going to Read it, and then you'll hear Shunyu Suzuki saying it, and then I'll say goodbye. Someone who fell on the earth 
maybe by stumbling on a stone or something, will stand up by the earth, by the same earth. Because of the earth, you stumble. You fell, you know. The earth is a problem. Because of the problem, you hurt. You know, you hit against the earth. But because of the earth, you can support yourself again and you can stand up. So you've complained because you think that because of the earth you fell. But without the earth, you will not fall. And at the same time, Without the earth, you cannot stand up. So because you have a problem, you know, you, you feel as if because of the problem, you know, you fell. Fell or stand up, you know. Great help, which was given to you by the earth. So the problem itself is your mother, you know. Because of the mother of earth, you can continue your practice you are practicing, you know. So the zendo of the earth, the great earth, which is the problem. And the problems are actually your zendo. This is very true. So what is delusion? What is enlightenment? When you are deluded of truth, that is delusion. When you are deluded of earth, that is delusion. When you are enlightened of the earth, that is enlightenment. When you stand up by the earth, that is enlightenment. When you fail, you know, because of the earth, you feel in that way, that is delusion. So you have a chance to attain a great enlightenment when you have a problem. Usually you talk about your surroundings. You talk about Tassara practice and city practice. That is, I think, very good. <laughs> But uh, that is not the point of practice. The point of practice is the problems you have here are the city or Tassahara, and they're the earth. So if Tassahara is monastery, the city Zindo is a monastery, and the city is also a monastery in its wide sense. Our way is not to get rid of all the stones from the earth which could be stumbling stones for you. It's good to have many stones on the earth which could uh, be stumbling stones. It's good. And when you stand up, if you have a high, big stone, it, it may be easier to stand up. But more people will hit against it. But it is very good for your practice to have big stones everywhere. This is, for instance, a big stone, if you understand it. That is, you, you know, enlightenment. If you don't understand it, it is a big slap, a painful slap. This is a big stone. So if there's not much stone for you to help your practice, we have to bring many stones from Tassahara to the city Zendo. You are not so interested in this kind of stuff, you know. So if you understand our life, our problem in this way, uh, then you will have, you will get through the first stage. 
I don't think I have time to explain the next stage, but you may feel, you know, if you understood our problems of our life in this way, then that is, you know, the end of the whole picture. But it is just a first series of the movie. Why it is so is, you know, something we should think about. In the first stage, very interesting first stage, you may want to stay a little bit longer. But again, that is too selfish, you know. Buddhism is very strict, very strict. You may enjoy the first stage very much. Actually, in the city, in the Zendo, you know, when you come to the Zendo, you have, you know, good Zen practice. And when you go to the city, you will enjoy city life. Leisurely mind, you know, you have some space or some room to accept the difficulties of city life because of the wisdom of understanding of our human nature, you know, we can, well, we have time, or we have room for accepting the problems. We are ready to accept the problems. Like you said, Zazen, uh, in Zazen, many, many things come. Okay, I have enough room here or here or here for you to come. Please come. But, you know, it's interesting to see how they go away. Oh, nothing to see, nothing to eat, so they may go out. It is very interesting. But, you know, Zen is not something to play with, to play a game with. We shouldn't play a game with it. If you practice Zazen because you enjoy your practice, that is not Buddhist practice. It is very strict. Buddhist mercy is so deep, so clear, and so wide when we selfish human beings always want something good to eat, something good to hear, something good to see. So if someone gives you something to hear or something to eat, most humans will stay. Knowing this fact, Buddha became more and more strict with us. Yeah, it's something, you know, which uh, you must think about. And when you study or when you want to learn religion, you must learn something more than this. Just to solve our everyday problem is not the purpose of studying Buddhism. Yesterday I saw Soen Nakagawa Roshi, and I thought he was going back to Japan, but he was going to, uh, oh, what's the name of that place um, um, where Christ was born? Bethlehem. Oh, yeah. He was going to that place. Why is he going there? I think that is Buddha mind, you know, something more than this, something more than to enjoy his enlightenment. He is going somewhere else again. He looks like he's very much interested in helping people. Maybe so, but that's not, you know, helping people. Without helping people, uh, he may not feel so good. So that is why he is going. But his going is not just to satisfy his personal feeling. You know, at the end of the session, we bowed maybe more than 30 times, calling many Buddha's names. Among the Buddhas, you know, they called out special names, Sunshine Buddha, Moonlight Buddha, Dead Sea Buddha. I don't know, because he has his disciple who started a Zendo at the Dead Sea. That's why he bowed. He called the name of Dead Sea Buddha and Good Practice Buddha. Many Buddhas appeared, and we bowed and bowed and bowed. That is something, you know, which is beyond our understanding. 
And he also, when he bowed to all those Buddhas, the Buddhas he bowed to, all that's something beyond his own understanding. And again and again and again, he did it. And he gave us, you know, matcha. He made himself, you know, and gave us matcha. What he was doing, I don't know, and he doesn't know, maybe. Anyway, he did it, and he offered, and he looks very happy, and that happiness is very different from the happiness we usual people have. Our practice should go, you know, to that level where there is no human problem or no Buddha problem, where there is nothing. And to have tea and to have cake and to make a trip from one place to another, uh, that was his, you know, practice. And he has no idea of helping people. What he is doing is helping, but he himself has no idea of helping people. So to solve our human problem doesn't cover all our practice, Buddhist practice. Hmm. We don't know how long it takes for us to make, you know, the Buddha trip. We have many trips, work trips, various trips, space trips, various trips we must have. The Buddha trip is a very, you know, very long trip. That is Buddhism. Thank you very much. Someone who fell on the earth, maybe by stumbling stone or something, you know, fell on the earth, will stand up by the same earth. Because of the earth, you fell, you know. Earth is a problem. Because of the problem, you hurt, you know. You hit against the earth. But because of the us, you can support yourself again and you can stand up. So you have complained because you think because of the us you fail. <laughs> but without us, you will not fail. And at the same time, you cannot stand up. So because you have problem, you know, you feel as if because of the problem, you know, you fail. Or fail or stand up is, you know, a help, you know, great help, which was given to you by art. So problem itself is your mother. Because of the mother of us, you can continue your practice. You are practicing, you know. So uh, zendo of the us, great us, which is the problems. Problems are actually your zendo. That is very true. So, uh, what is delusion? What is enlightenment? When you, you know, uh, deluded of truth, that is delusion. When you are deluded of 
earth that is degraded. When you enlightened of the earth, that is enlightenment. When you stand up by the earth, that is enlightenment. When you fail, you know, because of the earth, you feel in that way, that is delusion. So you have chance to attain a great enlightenment when you have problems. Usually you talk about your surrounding. You talk about Tassahara practice and city practice. That is, I think, very good. <laughs> but that is not the point of practice. The point of practice is the problem you have here or a city or the Sahara, it's the earth. So if the Sahara is monastery, city Zendo is monastery, and city is also monastery, in its wide sense. Our way is not to get rid of all the stones from the earth, which could be a stumbling <laughs> stone for you. It is good to have many uh, stones on the earth, which could be a stumbling stone. It is good. And when you stand up, if you have a high, big stone, it may be easier to stand up. But more people will, <laughs> will hit against it. But it is very good uh, uh, for your practice to have big stones everywhere. This is, for instance, a big stone. If you understand it, that is, you know, uh, enlightenment. If you don't understand it, it is big trap. Painful slap. This is a big stone. So if there is not much stone for you to help your practice, uh, we have to uh, bring many stones from Tassahara to citizen. <laughs> you are not uh, so interested in this kind of stuff, you know. So, if you understand our life, our problem in this way, then ah, you will get through the first stage. <clears throat> I don't think I have time to explain the next stage, but uh, you may feel, you know, if you understand our, our problems of our life in this way, then that is, you know, end of the uh, whole picture, you know. 
but it is just the first series of the movie. <laughs> Why it is so? It's you know something we should think about. In the first stage, very interesting stage. So you may want to stay the first stage <laughs> a little bit longer. <laughs> that is, but uh, again, that is too selfish. <laughs> Buddhism is very strict, you know, very strict. You may enjoy the first stage very much, actually, in the city, in Zendo, you know, when you come to Zendo, you have you know, a good Zen practice. When you go to the city, you will enjoy city life with a kind of uh, leisurely mind. You, know. you have you know, some space or some room to accept the difficulty, difficulties of the city life because of the uh, wisdom of understanding of our human nature. We have time or we have room for accepting the problems. We are ready to accept problems. Like you sit Zazen, you know, in Zazen, many, many things come, okay. <laughs> I have enough room here, or here, or here, for you to come. Please come. <laughs> but it is interesting to see how they go away. <laughs> oh, nothing to see. <laughs> nothing to eat. So they may go out. <laughs> it's very interesting. But, you know, Zen is not something to pray, you know, to pray with, to play game with. We shouldn't play game with it. If you practice Zen because you enjoy your practice, that is not Buddha's practice. He's very strict. Buddha's mercy is so deep, so clear, and so wide. When we selfish human beings always want something good to eat, something good to hear, something good to see, so, if someone gives you something to hear or something to eat, most human beings will stay knowing this fact. Buddha become more and more strict with us. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's something. 
which you must think about. And when you, you know, study or when you want to learn religion, you must learn something more than this, just to solve our everyday problem is not purpose of studying Buddhism. At this point, the tape was turned over and these words were missed. Yesterday, I saw Soen Nakagawa Roshi. I thought he's going back to Japan, but uh, he was going to... Um, but uh, the place, uh, Elsheim, how you pronounce where Christ was born. Hmm? Yeah. He was going to that place. Why is he going to there? <laughs> I think that is Buddha mind, you know. Something more than this, something more than to enjoy uh, his enlightenment. He's going somewhere else again. He looks like very much interested in uh, helping people. Maybe so, but that is not, you know. Without helping people, he may not feel so good. So that is why he's going. But uh, his going is not just to satisfy his personal feeling. You know, at the end of the session, uh, <laughs> we bow maybe more than 30 times, calling uh, many Buddha's name. The, among the Buddhas, um, you know, they call some special names. Sunshine Buddha, or Moonlight Buddha, or Dead Sea Buddha. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> because he has his disciple who started Zendo at Dead Sea. That is why he called the name of Dead Sea Buddha. And good practice Buddha. Many Buddhas appeared and bowed and bowed and bowed. <laughs> that is something, you know, uh, which is beyond our uh, understanding. And he also bowed, when he bowed to all those Buddhas, and the Buddha he bowed to it, something beyond his own understanding. Again and again, he did it. And he gave us matcha. He made himself and gave us matcha. What he was doing, 
I don't know, and he doesn't know, maybe. <laughs> anyway, he did it, and he offered. And he looks very happy. But that happiness is very different from the happiness we uh, usual people have. The practice should go, you know, that level where there is no human problem or no Buddha problem, where there is nothing, and to have tea and to have uh, cake and to make a trip from one place to the other. That was his, you know, practice. And he has no idea of helping people. What he's doing, he's helping, but he himself has no idea of helping people. So, to solve a human problem doesn't cover all our practice, Buddhist practice. Hmm. Uh, we don't know how long it takes for us to make, you know, a Buddha trip. <laughs> we have many trips, work trips, you know, various trips, space trip, <laughs> various trip we must have. A Buddha trip is very, you know, very long trip. That is Buddhism. Thank you very much. This has been a Kuk Audio podcast. I'm D.C. Puba of Kuk Audio and Kuk Archives, coming to you from Sleepy Sonora with Doggett Bandita, Feline Kuchita, and dear, lovely Katrinka. And we're wishing you and yours and all of us a grand awakening.